Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. We love mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in the closet. Because we have them too. We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. We want you to know that motherhood is important. Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the mamahood. Welcome to the Mama Hood Podcast. I am Marin Drew Bay, um, here with Lindsay from Chasing Magic Daily. We are so excited to have her as part of our summer series, um, as part of our kind of theme park Disneyland series. We're bringing on some moms who have some expert knowledge and um, some good tips as you are planning trips this summer with your family. So hello, Lindsay. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marin. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. I, I told Lindsay earlier I've, um, I've been a follow of her, follower of hers and um, our other co-hosts have too. And um, she's just full of light and just joy and positivity on her page. And I just love that. Um, a little bit about Lindsay. Lindsay is a local California Disney mama who grew up going to Disneyland. She has three kids, two daughters and a son. She is the creator of Chasing Magic Daily, an Instagram page and a YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is dedicated to sharing Disneyland tips through a parent's eyes. Lindsay loves Cars Land the most. And I'm going to have her share a little about that in the episode. So again, welcome, Lindsay. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. (laughs) So tell us a little bit, just, you know, the moms who are listening, like what is the kind of makeup of your family, your kids' ages, just a little bit about you guys um, and you as a mom. Sure. So I have three children. So I have two daughters. Um, they're the oldest. I have an eight-year-old daughter, a six-year-old daughter, and then an almost three-year-old son. He'll be three in July. And um, he's a very big boy. And most people think he's already like four. And um, I've been questioned multiple times at the parks and asking where his ticket is. You're like, he's not like, three hey. yet. <laughs> he's just a big boy. And then I have my wonderful husband, Chris, and um, he is not a Disney person. Oh, really? <laughs> he, no. He did not grow up going to the parks, um, and he comes with us maybe once a year, and it's a very, very wow. special treat for us. Yeah, so I'm usually there by myself with my children. Okay, okay. Yes. See, and I relate to you because um, I mentioned to Lindsay before we started recording that we go out once a month while my husband works, and so I'm often in the park by myself with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> there's a whole... It's just a whole different world when you're by yourself yes. with the kids in Disneyland. So, And yes. you do it frequently, so you yes. are very seasoned. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. We like to go often. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, and so I want to know a little bit about, I want our listeners to know kind of when and why you started, um, your Disneyland page and kind of, um, what was the inspiration behind that? And 
yeah, just the backstory with that. So it actually started, gosh, when my oldest was a baby and I actually started like a mom Instagram page. Okay. And I was like very new to the whole social media thing and Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was posting about everything under the sun. And I noticed none of my stuff did well unless I posted something about Disney. And I either posted (laughs) like, you know, my daughter and I there or just shared a brief little like, oh, like a little tip or something. Those things like really went off. And I'm like, that's so weird. And I kind of like just waited a little bit and played with a little bit more. And I realized... Disney like tips and like just fun vlogs and stuff were kind of more what my audience wanted to see. And I was like, okay, I can run with this. Like, I love that. But I was trying to fit more of like the mom, like the, like the mom blogger. And, um, I just kind of fell into it. And I actually, that, that account is an old account. Now it kind of like changed and transformed over the years. And I, once Disneyland had closed, I obviously like didn't know what to do. <laughs> so I was like, this is my whole account. Yeah, and finally, when it reopened in 2021, I just wanted a fresh start. And so I started a new account from scratch in February oh, wow. of 2021. And my goal was, I said, I want to do everything organically. I want to grow organically. I want to reach people organic- organically and build a community and that is exactly what I've done. I've done, I've just, it's been such, it's been so much fun because I've just built this community of Disney moms and mm-hmm. I talk to them all the time in DMs and I've done meetups and um, I participate in like the Chalk Children's Hospital walk in the park at Disneyland. Yeah, we did that last year. That oh, that's yeah. So fun. Yeah. I love that. So do you do so, a team? for that? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I have a team this year. So if anybody wants oh, to join so Team Chasing fun. Magic Daily, yeah, we're going to be walking in the park. That is amazing. So, yeah. So it just kind of organically grew and I realized, oh, people actually like this. I didn't know as many people liked Disney as I did at the time. <laughs> I was like, there's other people out there like me. <laughs> I had a similar experience because I think during the pandemic, like, um, it was just so sad. Like the world just felt so sad. There was nothing. And I would just listen to like hours and hours of like Disneyland, like podcasts Mm -hmm. and Disneyland history. And that's really when, I mean, I grew up going to the parks, but that's really when I was like, okay, like I like need this. This makes me so happy. And then it was almost like post pandemic. I started to discover like fellow Disney moms. And I was like, Mm -hmm. whoa, I'm not like you know, the weird like Disney adult or whatever. Like there are other people who can enjoy this like I can. And um, I think that's probably why so many people are drawn to you because they're, there's just like, we all need that joy and that happiness. And especially from the parents' eyes and Mm -hmm. having, you know, that connection with our kids and being able to Mm -hmm. connect through the magic. I think that's such a special thing. It's so special. It's the most special thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had no idea um, that backstory, and that is that is amazing. So were you able to go in to Disneyland like on opening when they first opened up opening day, or were you there? Or yes, April thirtieth, twenty twenty one. I was there. So um, we made a really big deal out of it, and um, I went with just my daughters at the time. I had my son; he wasn't quite a year yet. But I took my daughters and we stayed at the Grand Californian. So fun. And yeah, so we spent the night there. And then that morning we woke up early and walked into the parks. And Aww. that is a day I will never forget. That day was 
just, it was so special and it was, it was awesome to be there. Oh, so special. So special. I need to go back and watch that. I'm sure you have a video. Yeah, Um, I I think I do. I think I do. (laughs) I would have been taking a million videos. Yeah. (laughs) It was really Uh, sweet because all the cast members were like welcoming you on Main Street. Like mm -hmm. that was, that's by far the best memory that I have that day. Um, And I think I took a video of that and posted that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So special. I saw some of those too. That was so special. Um, So you are, you know, um, like we mentioned you're always in the parks with your kids. That's kind of a part of the way that you're raising your kids. So what value do you feel like Disneyland has added to, you know, your experience as a mom, your parenting? Like, how does that fit in? How do you feel like that's, um, what's the word, like expanded your your motherhood? It's really, I mean, this is going to sound so cheesy and so cliche, <laughs> but has, it has really made... I've had so many magical moments and magical memories at the park with my kids that 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 place is just so special to me. And it's the place I go with my kids when I just want to escape whatever life has thrown my way. Mm-hmm. And we go and we have fun and we just make these fun memories and it's just really added it's just added so many memories for me that I know I will just cherish forever. Um, I just, I love being there with them. And you can, if you ask my kids right now, especially my oldest one, every time after we go to the park and we get in the car, I'm like, that is my favorite thing to do with you guys. And my daughter's <laughs> always like, we know, we know. <laughs> She's I'm like, like well, yeah, it it's my favorite thing to be there with you guys. So, Aww. and they know that. So special. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like those memories. Um, And you are so well seasoned with doing Disneyland with toddlers now on your third, third toddler. Um, So are you, I'm just curious if you and your husband are tall, is that why your little guy is, is so big? (laughs) Yes. Yes. We are both tall. I'm 5'10". He's probably like six foot. Okay. Um, So not like crazy tall, but I am tall. And, um, actually my dad was always very big for his age. Like he oh, was really? just, people always thought he was older than he was. Mm-hmm. And it's funny cause now that's my son and everybody Aww. thinks he's so much older. <laughs> so it's sort of endearing to hear that. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So my husband's six too and I'm five too. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I feel like our kids are just somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like yep. we have a boy who's always been able to ride rides a lot sooner than others. And then uh-huh. our daughter is four and still can't ride, you know, Splash Mountain. And we feel <laughs> she couldn't ride it before it went away last yeah. week. Uh, so we felt so bad. She's like, I just want to ride it. And we were like, we're so sorry, but Aww. it'll be even better when it comes back. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. Right when it's the princess ride. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. I passed my short yeah. jeans on you. I have this memory <laughs> of waiting in the whole like long Indiana Jones line when I was like Mm -hmm. 12 not maybe not 12 but like 10 or 12 like I was old I was far old enough to be writing Indiana Jones and we got there and I was turned away and it was so sad (laughs) I'm not even gonna bring you in the lines until I know yeah yeah nowadays you check at the beginning they check before you even get in the line so that that'll save (laughs) yes yeah and they weren't doing that in the 90s (laughs) Yeah. I remember just, the 90s. I remember <laughs> waiting in Indiana Jones for like two hours when it first opened. Yeah. That's what my husband And back said. then, that was a long time. <laughs> it 
was. It really was. And now people will wait hours and hours and hours. Yeah. My husband, he's like, that's like a traumatic childhood memory is that Indiana Jones line <laughs> when I was a kid. It just felt like it dragged on and on and on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, so back to the toddlers you are so seasoned bringing your toddlers in so what do you feel I want to talk about toddler tips because a lot of people I talk to um with little kids like a a a really common phrase is like we're not going to take them when they're little because you know it won't be worth it or we're going to wait till they're older and um I feel like I've changed my tune on that as I've seen my Mm -hmm. little kids kind of experience it but I would just love for you to share um, your tips, your advice, kind of your thoughts on bringing toddlers to Disneyland and chat about sure, that. Sure. <laughs> well, first of all, I mean, coming from somebody who goes all the time with their kids or, or once little kids, um, I just, the, to me, there's so many reasons to bring them. Um, when they're, you know, three, four, five, that magic is so real to them. It's so, everything about it is so real. And I will say, even as an adult, I still look at them and I'm like, that is Cinderella. That is like, there's like, my kids see things that way because that's how I have kind of brought them up (laughs) to think of Disneyland. But there's just so much magic in bringing a child that age. Um, the way their eyes light up when they see their favorite character or the way that they just admire everything on a ride. It is, it's really cool. It's really special to bring a child at that age because everything is just so real. And, and I love that about that age. Um, and then as far as tips go, (laughs) what was that? So that's a really good point. It's so real to them still at that age. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so real. Everything is so real to them. And I, I just love that. Um, I am all about keeping them young and (laughs) keeping the magic alive. So I love, um, just that age in the park where they just light up because Mm -hmm. everything is just so magical. It's just so special. Um, but as far as tips go, I do have a few tips for being, bringing toddlers to parks. Um, the one thing I will say that Disneyland offers and DCA, they both have a baby care center and it's, kind of hidden if you don't really know where exactly it is or you don't know that they have it you're not really going to like run into it um so in disneyland the baby care center is um just off of main street right next to like the red wagon corn dog mm-hmm. <laughs> thing and then in dca it's right next to Ghirardelli's um chocolate factory and the baby centers are great if you have a toddler or a baby because they have they have a lot of things. Um, they have high chairs, so you can feed your child. Um, they have uh, little private nursing or pumping rooms, so if you need to nurse or pump, they have everything that you need there. Um, you have to bring your own pump, but <laughs> you have your own <laughs> private room. Um, they have microwaves and bottle warmers. Um, they also have a vending machine. So if you forget something like diapers or wipes, whatever it is, you can even baby food. They have that in the vending machine. They also have toddler potties, which we are currently potty training my son. And those toddler potties are going to come in handy. So those, yes, those are at the baby center as well. And then they also have changing stations. So you can change your baby. There is the, the changing stations are very clean and there's like paper that you can put out and it's just very 
clean in there. And I, I just like it. The baby centers are great. You have to take advantage of them if you're there with a baby or a toddler. Yeah. Well, and I've been there with potty training kids and Mm -hmm. they just do not want to sit on the big toilets (laughs) Yeah, they're scared and the automatic flushers are scary and Mm -hmm. everything's kind of, you know, and sometimes it's a mess or there's a long line or, um, so those potties are a game changer. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you have to know where it is. You have to know where they are so that when they need to go potty, you, you can go to the little potties. It's very, very helpful. Do you feel like there's often like a lesser line when you go in to use the little potties or do you feel like sometimes there's more of a line? there I have so well I haven't had to use the toddler potties in a long time this we literally <laughs> just started potty training my son about three days ago and I now haven't you're jumping back in <laughs> now I'm jumping back in back in the um, trenches so, yes so currently I can't say although I can't the only thing that I can say is that I have been in there to change his diapers um and I haven't noticed a line um but that's all I can say on that because I haven't actually like gone in there like thinking like, oh, I need to use the little potties. Um, but I don't remember ever seeing a line for the little potties when I was in there to change his diaper. So hopefully that's the case still. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I love that tip. Yes. Um, and then another tip I have is if you're going with family and you have a toddler who is not tall enough to ride a ride (laughs) for whatever reason, um, there's something called rider switch or rider swap. Some people call it. Um, and it's where, you basically don't have to double weight in line. Um, So if I'm there with my husband and we have a baby with us and we both want to ride Space Mountain, my husband can go ride Space Mountain and wait in the regular line. Um, Before we get in, we do have to check in with a cast member. Cast member will give you a special, like a scan on your um, pass and you'll get a special ticket so that when he's off the ride, I get to enter through the lightning lane and skip the regular standby line. So rider switch is really helpful for parents with little kids so that you're not, you still get to have fun, but you don't have to double your wait time. So I love that Disney offers that. It's such a great thing for parents who just, you know, want to have fun with their kids and, you know, just can't, can't wait twice Mm -hmm. as long as everybody else. Well, and which is huge if you have older kids too, who can Mm -hmm. ride and, you want to be able to take them on the rides while the other yes. ones wait. That's a situation we've been in where our boys can ride and our little girl, like I mentioned, can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice. She doesn't have to sit and wait as long too yes. to wait for us to ride the ride. Um, yeah. And, and, and the boys score too, or your boys score because they can go back to back. Right. They can go two times in a row. And so my older daughter loves that. <laughs> well, now my right. son is old enough to ride the big rides, but that's, she loved that. She got to go back to back. Great for rides like Radiator Springs where yes. they, you automatically want to ride it again. Yes. <laughs> Every uh-huh. time. Exactly. <laughs> um, and you mentioned the lightning lane. And I just want you to explain that too because I feel like a lot of questions that I've heard when people are going – like they always call me up, like we're going to Disneyland. Like, what's this? What's this lightning lane thing? What's this Genie Plus thing? So, um, can you get? I mean, would you mind giving like a little rundown of that? How that works for our listeners? Yeah, sure. So Genie, so Genie Plus and Lightning Lane are separate but work together. <laughs> um, so you can purchase Genie Plus, and um, it's usually bet- it depends on the day, but it's about twenty to twenty five dollars per person um, or per ticket. And it allows you to skip the line of a lot of the bigger rides that typically have long lines. Um, 
it's a little bit of a process, but you have to, you go in, you purchase it, and then you select one right at a time and you, um, which one you want to go on, it tells you your return time. And then once you use that one, you can make another selection for your next ride where you're going to go and skip the line where lightning lane comes in is that is the name of the line that you get into. So you purchase the genie plus, And then when you get to the ride, you enter the lightning lane, which is just the line that's much quicker and it skips the whole standby line. Um, I personally, purchase Genie Plus whenever I go with just my older daughter um, because she is the one that loves the big rides. Mm-hmm. And um, so if we ever have a special day where it's just me and her, I will always get the Genie Plus because for me, knowing that we only get to do that mm, maybe three times a year, um, I'm going to maximize my time with her to go on all the big rides. So we get it. It's worth it. And we get to do everything that we want to do. So yeah, I personally love Genie Plus. And even as a local who goes a lot, I still purchase it and use it. Yeah. It's, it's very tempting when you see mm-hmm. the, the long wait times and then yes. you see the people walking on. It's especially, yes. I always tell people it's especially worth it for Rise of the Resistance because you literally just walk right on when mm-hmm. you use it on that ride. And yes, it's kind of crazy. It's like, okay, yeah. that was like super worth it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I've definitely purchased the individual ones too. There are a couple of rides where you have to purchase those individually. They're not included in Genie Plus. But again, if I feel like it is worth it or it's like all three of my kids and we want to do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, like I will consider buying it because, you know, sometimes an hour and little over an hour long line can be hard with three little kids. <laughs> super hard, super hard. Yeah. Um, what advice do you, do you have for standing in line with little kids? Do you have any like tips or tricks when you're in a long line with a wiggly kid? Um, well, you know, a lot of the times I just kind of like come up with games in my head. So sometimes if we're standing in line and we hear music, it'll be like, name that song. Or, um, we will, if, if we're writing like Autopia or something, I'll be like, okay, let's, we'll start placing bets. What color car are we going to get? Or Mm -hmm. what, you know, I try to just come up with like questions and like little games and things as we're standing in line. Um, but worst comes to worst, I do put on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on my phone and I hold my son and he watches while we wait. (laughs) I I have had to do that. And I, I will do that if that means I can wait in line so that we can get on a ride that doesn't have a lightning lane. Yeah. Yeah, without the screaming, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yes, yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. And thank goodness for those fuel rods. <laughs> yes, oh my that gosh, will yes. kill those your battery. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> those are the best. Yes. Um, any other tips for toddlers that you want to? Um, yeah, the other one that I was going to mention is. Um, we all know toddlers have a lot of energy. There are a few play areas in throughout the Disneyland resort that are great for kids to just be able to kind of run around, be a kid, get some energy out. Um, over in DCA, you have the Redwood Creek challenge trail. That is a favorite of my kids. Um, there are a couple things where you have to be a certain height to be able to do them. Mm -hmm. So some of the things are geared toward a little bit older, um, children, but there's still plenty to do for a toddler. They, they do have little slides. They have this really cool cave area that like makes noises and sounds and, um, and there's just a lot, there's all these nets to like run around and climb on. And it's a great place to get some energy out. 
Um, and then over in on the Disneyland side, you have um, Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer's Island, which um, which is really cool. It's, it's kind of a hidden gem, I feel like, of mm-hmm. Disneyland because mm-hmm. if you don't know you can go over there, people like walk by it all the time but don't realize you can actually go over there. Um, you take a little raft over to the island. Um, this is right across from Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's, an, again, a really great play area. Um, I will say, <laughs> I went over there once. I made the mistake of going over there once when I was like seven months pregnant. Oh, no. And that island is very hilly. Um, <laughs> you kind of get a workout in. <laughs> and You're I like, I think my water broke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, I didn't consider the fact that I was so pregnant before I went over there. Mm-hmm. Um but if you are not seven months pregnant and you're ready to like <laughs> run around and let your kid run around, it is a great spot. They have a big um, like pirate's treasure chest, like gold area. It, it's really cool. It's fun. And there's, again, like little hidden gems where you can like things pop up and you can twist things. And it's a really cool spot. Which and is then funny the last because player, it has been there forever. It's been there forever since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I totally remember yeah. going through those same caves. And yes. we went there last week. We walked through and I'm like, I think this is the same like old <laughs> same thing. pirate animatronic that I, that yeah. I saw. Like they really I have not updated this. Yeah. <laughs> but people don't know. To that my it's knowledge, there. I don't think anything has changed. Yeah, so funny. But yeah, so there's that. And then there's obviously the new Toontown, which is like, oh my goodness, my son. He asks to go there daily. Like, mommy, we go to we go to Disneyland, go Toontown. Oh <laughs> he always goodness. goes Small World, Toontown. He loves Small World and Toontown. <laughs> um, so but he loves that spot, and I love that spot so much for him because there's so much room to like get energy out and play and just kind of have that time where. You know, when when you're at Disneyland, you're you're waiting in lines a lot. You're waiting in lines for rides, for food, for snacks, for all these things, characters. Um, it's nice for them to be able to just be free a little bit. And yeah. that's, I mean, that's what I love about Toontown. Yeah, the new Toontown is uh, so different from the old in kind of a shocking way. Yes. And um, I... I'm like screaming this from the rooftops to people like take your kids because not only is Mickey and Minnie's ride just so fun and so amazing and perfect Mm -hmm. for young kids, but you know, the play area and Goofy's house and, um, it, it looks like they're putting in like a splash area by Donald Duck's boat and Mm -hmm. the cute little fountain. And then the, um, we discovered there's strolling, stroller valet yes the last time we were there <laughs> and we were like oh my goodness this is like five mm-hmm. star like they're yeah there but um then we were realizing this is actually super nice for you know keeping your stuff safe and not worrying yeah. about your stuff while you're Definitely. playing around in two town and so i really think yeah. it is such like a hidden gem what mm-hmm. um what part of the new toontown do you feel like your little boy is drawn to the most oh definitely goofy's how to play yard he loves that area so we'll go in he usually likes to go inside goofy's house first which has been turned into like a candy maker shop And it's really cool because there's all these little plastic balls all around 
and all these different machines and you press buttons and you spin knobs and these balls go flying everywhere. And, um, it's just something you have to kind of see to, to be able to understand, but my son loves it in there and he will go in there and he will spend the first time we went in there, we were in this little tiny house for an hour (laughs) and he just (laughs) played and played and played and had so much fun. Um, and then outside of that, they actually have these really cool new slides, um, kind of areas to like climb around. They have this, um, sensory bridge that makes noise when you walk on it that he loves. He thinks it's so funny. Um, yeah, they just, they really knocked it out of the park with the new Toontown. I I love it so much. I'm really excited for the Donald's boat splash pad to open, which we don't have an opening date yet, but I'm hoping maybe once this weather warms up that that Mm -hmm. will get opened up because that'll be, that'll be quite the hit (laughs) for a lot of kids. Um, and the other thing I love too is now with all the open area, with all the grass, um, my son and I love to have little picnics there. So we'll either just bring some of the food that we've brought from home or we'll stop at, um, Daisy's cafe and we'll get like the little corn dogs or a little pizza and we'll just sit on the grass and we just hang out and have a picnic and just picnic. watch all the fun things happening around <laughs> us. Yeah, it's so, so I just love that space so much. Perfect place to bond with your kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah it really is. Um, so something that we were so confused about last time was I, I could have sworn Toontown always closed early. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. And then do you know like when they changed that or why? Because suddenly we were there and there was nobody there and it was like 11 PM and there was characters just out like, come meet me. There's no kids here. And I was like, yeah. I could have sworn Toontown used to close early. And, um, and then I was like, this is kind of like a hidden gem at night, like after the mm-hmm. fireworks, because there's nobody here. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So I think like once the new Toontown opened, um, the opening time and the closing time changed. So I believe Toontown used to also open later than the rest of the park. I don't think it opened at park opening. And now it opens at park opening and it's open until close. Um, I'm guessing my... The only thing I can think is that they knew there was going to be a demand for it. Plus, you have the uh, the now e-ticket ride, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Right. And I don't think they were going to close off, one, the option for people to pay to use Lightning Lane mm-hmm. if they choose to use it. Um, and I just don't think they want to cut that off early. Like, they don't want to have that ride close early. It's a brand new attraction. So, yeah, Toontown's open till closing. And it's really pretty in there at night. It's it really, really pretty. Yeah. Uh huh. And you know, if your kid has a lot of energy at night, they can go run around and play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's it's a different when you're when you live there, and mm-hmm. you're kind of popping in. You probably don't stay late very often. No, um, we don't. But like when we go, we'll 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 like go first thing in the morning and take advantage mm-hmm. of the low crowds and then go back to the hotel midday and hang mm-hmm. out, swim, rest, and then go back and do the late night and then yes. basically avoid the crowds. <laughs> yeah. But it's Smart. just a whole different experience when you're living there and you've probably really figured out kind of what are the, you know, the high moments of the day to really be in the mm-hmm. park. Do you um, have any advice for like, if you have little kids and you want to avoid the big crowds, like what's your bread and butter for, um, the time to be in the park with your kids? 
So if you are trying to go with little kids, especially little kids that you know they're going to want to spend some time in fantasy land, you really need to get there at park opening. You need to rope drop. Rope drop meaning you're there probably like 30 to 45 minutes before the park actually opens and you're inside the park um, when it officially opens and they actually like drop the rope and you get to walk in, um, that time in the park from about whatever, let's say it's eight o'clock from like eight to like 10 is like prime time. You can get so much done because most people don't wake up early to go. And Disneyland is filled with a lot of locals and locals, um, we will tend to sleep in and <laughs> go, you know, just whenever we get there. Um, but, yeah, exactly. But if you, um, if you can get there at rope drop, you can do so much. You can, you can do almost all the rides in Fantasyland, really. Um, if you go straight there and just start getting on those rides, um, and then you'll have a happy little toddler because they'll get to do all the fun Fantasyland rides. Um, but I will say if you get to the parks around 10 o'clock, it's rough. <laughs> that is when all the locals come. That's that's <laughs> when most people who don't want to wake up early and go early, that's when they show up. And 10 o'clock is a hard time to get there. The line for parking is long. The line to get in the parks is long. Security is long. I will try to avoid at all costs getting there around that time. If I can get there by like 9, 9.30, I know I'm pretty good. 10 o'clock is like, oh man, I, I don't want to go at that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I've noticed that too. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That 10 o'clock hour. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it I also crazy. feel like we love to get breakfast in the park and mm-hmm. I've noticed like when we get there early, like you can pop in for breakfast at most of the spots, but by yeah. 10 o'clock, by 1030, everybody's in line for plaza breakfast and trying to get in at the carnation cafe and so it's um i totally totally see that now that you mention it yeah Yeah. but i didn't realize it was all the locals that were doing that yeah (laughs) well disneyland is mostly a locals park Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um walt disney world is more tourists Mm -hmm. um but we're definitely a locals park and so in my opinion i think that's why it gets so crowded around 10 is because we don't often rush to get to the parks because we go more often. So 10 o'clock, it gets a little crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally makes sense. Um, so skipping lines, this is a tip that you are an expert on and you mentioned (laughs) that you had some good tips to give. And I just, I know that these moms are going to want to hear the scoop on this. Can you share a little, some tips with us? (laughs) Yes. I love to skip the lines at Disneyland whenever possible. Um, well, so the first one is we already talked about that's Genie Plus. So if you can get Genie Plus and include it in your trip, it is well worth the price to skip some of those long lines. Um, most of the rides that are included with it are some of the bigger rides. Um, so it is more helpful if you have older kids. Now, if you have younger kids, there are some rides included like Small World and um, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, which I am not a fan of that ride, but that one's (laughs) included in there. Um, but that's definitely a great way to skip the line. Um, another thing that I don't see nearly enough people use, and I want to like shout it at the lines whenever I'm there is mobile food ordering Mm -hmm. people. I, I don't know if they don't know about it or they don't want to pull their phone out to do it. I don't know what it is, but there can be such long lines to order food 
And all you have to do is go on the app, order your food, and you skip that entire line <laughs> of just waiting there to just order. People when, are like, just resistant I, I will, to change maybe. Like, yes, I'm just going to I don't know. But like, <laughs> I'll, I'll order our food while we're in line for a ride. We'll ride the ride. I'll say that we're here. And then it's just ready. And I just go grab it. And I'm like, then I walk in and I'm like, there's like 50 people in line. I'm like, just mobile order it. Yeah. Mobile order it. You just want to yell at <laughs> You just like, will save. Pull out your yeah. app. <laughs> yes. You will save so, so much time. Um, but so there's that. Um, there's also, again, if you, um, you know, I know we're talking about going with families and stuff, but there's also single rider lines um, for a number of rides at the Disneyland Resort. Um, single rider is as exactly as it sounds. Um, I go to the park often by myself as well, both for work and just for fun. And whenever possible, I will hop in those single rider lines because they are usually very, very fast. (laughs) Um, I know people do go in them with sometimes like somebody else in their group. Um, but you most likely will get split up from them. So you won't get to write it with them. Um, but when I go by myself, I always hit the single rider lines cause you skip everything and you get like right on. <laughs> what are the best rides um, to use single rider for in your opinion? Um, so I use it for radiator spring racers. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, space mountain has actually brought that back. That was gone for a long time and it just came back pretty recently. Um, and that's a great one to skip with single rider. Um, I did that the other day and the wait, the standby wait time was like an hour and I timed it. And from the time I walked through the line to the time I sat, it was two minutes (laughs) and I was like, Oh, this is the best. Amazing. Um, Yeah. So those are some great ones. And the other one that my daughter, actually, my oldest daughter loves to use is, um, goofy sky school that has a single rider line. (laughs) Horrifying. Yeah. I know. She just walks right up and gets on and it's like, it's great because I can see her the whole time. She's a brave soul. (laughs) I know, right? I agree. Um, so there's that. And then there's a number of ways, but the last one I will say is you can also, um, use mobile checkout. So if you're purchasing merch in the park, um, a a number of the big stores, you can actually, um, open up the app and let it know that you're shopping and what store you're in and just scan your items, pay for it with your card that's attached to your account. You just walk up to the little mobile checkout counter, they scan your thing and you're done. So again, if there's a long line of people purchasing things, you could just skip that whole line. And that can, that can be really helpful too when, Total Again, time saver. Kids and you're and trying it's to just buy sitting them there. And... It's like mobile checkout. And yeah. I do just feel like sometimes people just don't notice those things. Yeah. So, yeah, don't notice or maybe think it's like, I don't know, something special that they can't use. I don't know, but it's right there. <laughs> so definitely take advantage of it. <laughs> you're like, it is a mind bender. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't use it. The, the mobile food order one is the one that always gets me. I'm like, ah, just mobile order it you'll skip this whole line I I always think that in the golden horseshoe because I'll be sitting there waiting for our food in there and there's always a long line of people waiting to go up and order in there and I'm like what are they doing yeah I just literally am like what like do they do they want to stand in line do they not trust the app like I've literally thought that in there so many times (laughs) yeah I know I get it (laughs) Especially if you have strollers, I think that's another good oh, yeah. um, point is that standing in line at a restaurant with a stroller, like mm-hmm. I've, I've been at the Jolly Holiday by myself with my kids trying to maneuver like a stroller through and in yeah. the past 
and it's just so nice to not have to do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) definitely. The strollers are are Mm -hmm. a whole nother thing. Do you, are you kind of out of the stroller phase? Oh no, no, I am still very much in the stroller phase. (laughs) My oldest daughter, she's eight. She doesn't use one anymore. Um, unless, unless I'm like taking both my girls and we're staying really late at night, I will bring the double because she'll usually kind of like, you know, by 10 o'clock, 1030, she's like done. So, um, but otherwise, yeah, my six year old still requires it pretty often. And then my son, who's almost three definitely needs it. So we definitely use it. Yeah. So our kids are pretty similar in age then. Um, for some reason I thought your oldest was a little older, but my oldest is seven and then I have six, four and, um, how old is he? 20 months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you have four. Four. Yes. Oh, nice. Four Four and five years. So very, you go mama. Crazy, crazy times. (laughs) And our two oldest are only 11 months apart. So (gasps) that's the Irish twins. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My cousin has that as well. And I know how crazy that is. (laughs) It's like not planned, but the best, like happy miracle because now they're the best of friends, but they still, yeah. When the night gets late, they are wanting to crash in the stroller. And, um, we've gone and had to grab like the, the red strollers a number of times Mm -hmm. because we thought they could make it through the day and then they couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of walking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially if you're walking back to the garage at the end of the night. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That is Mm -hmm. a lot. So I wanted you to tell um, our listeners a little about kind of your love for Carsland, if you're willing to. Um, Absolutely. I, I mentioned that I kind of found you through you sharing this story and mm-hmm. um felt really drawn to that because that's something that I am kind of currently going through and have gone mm-hmm. through and so um anyway I was hoping you would share a little bit about that because I think it's such a touching story and really kind of drives home why why the Disney magic is so impactful yeah. for families yeah definitely yeah absolutely I'd be happy to share um, so cars land is like my land. <laughs> that is, that's my true happy place. Um, you know, of everywhere in the Disneyland resort, cars land is where I feel like the most magic and the most, um, I just have such an emotional attachment to that land. Um, because in 2018, my dad passed away. Um, it was very unexpected and, um, just, that was the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. And, um, my dad was a cars lover, not, not necessarily the Disney cars lover, but he was just a car guy. Um, he built cars, um, for a number of years, he raced cars. Um, so he was just, he's just always loved cars and about maybe once or twice a year, my dad would go with us to Disneyland and he always would make it a point to go on Radiator Springs Racers because that was his favorite ride. And I don't know if it just reminded him of his racing days or whatever, but um, he always had to go on that ride. And I would always remember at the time being there with my daughter who was, gosh, probably two at the time or three. And uh, we would stand at the little area where you could see the cars coming over the bumps and we would wait for grandpa to go by. And so, um, I have a picture on my phone of him in that car when, when we caught him coming over the bump. And, um, he, the other thing too, is, um, he always wanted to travel route 66. That was something he always wanted to do. And in April of 2018, he did that. 
not knowing that, you know, a few months later he would be going off to heaven. Um, okay. but so it, was, it so, was more of a sudden sort of, yeah. Okay. Very, um, he went into surgery and didn't come out of it. So sorry. Um, yeah. So that was, it was very, very unexpected. Um, so he, he did, he, he traveled route 66 and he even documented his travels on YouTube and oh, he put it um, up on YouTube. That so, is so mm-hmm. special. Yes. Wow. Yeah. He was, a, he was a videographer and he did video as, um, kind of like his side hobby job for many years of his life. So, you know, me making Instagram reels and stuff, I always kind of think like it's, I'm almost honoring my dad yeah. like by doing video stuff as well. Um, but yeah, so cars land just reminds me of him, um, with route 66 and the ride and just everything about cars reminds me so much of my dad. So when I walk into that land, it's always like, I'm here, dad, like I'm here. And I just always think of him and, um, I spend every October 20th, which is the anniversary of him passing. Um, I always spend that day in cars land. Um, I'll just go and I'll sit in the land and sometimes I cry. Sometimes I smile. Um, it just kind of depends, but it's just a really, really special place to me. Thank you for sharing that. And, um, I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Um, it's, it hits very close to home for me. And, um, I think there's just nothing like that relationship between a daughter and her dad um there's nothing so I don't want to crack on the podcast but anyway um I've just always been very touched by very very touched by your willingness to share that and I think that what it really drives home is um you know I think we kind of can laugh like at the beginning laugh about like Disney adults and you know Mm -hmm. it's so cheesy or whatever to like love Disney but Um, the thing about it is that the memories that we create at Disney are so real and Mm -hmm. those aren't pretend and those aren't imagined, imagined, those aren't, um, you know, a figment of our imagination. Those are real memories. And so, um, something about that story, when you share it, just for me, I'm like, this is, you know, your dad didn't even realize that spending those moments with you there mm-hmm. at, in Cars Land would be yeah. something that would live with you forever and a way that you yeah. could always remember and feel him close forever and mm-hmm. taking the time to like really be present um with our kids wherever we are yeah. um but yeah. in Disneyland can be like a lifelong gift to them yes. absolutely absolutely well thank you for yep. sharing that and I am so sorry of course. so so sorry um, Thank you. And I'm sure that your kids too will grow up feeling that closeness to him there. Oh, yes. As well. Yes. They know just how special my girls do. My son doesn't quite understand yet, but my girls know just how special Cars Land is to me. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and how fun that you get to go watch those YouTube videos. I'm sure those are really, yes. really special to you. Yeah. Are they still yeah, up he's on got a YouTube? On there, like, mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So sweet. So it's cool. Um, so 
switching gears just a little bit, a question that mm-hmm. we always ask all of our guests that I think is kind of fun and you don't have to overthink about it, just kind of the first three <laughs> that pop into your head. What are kind of three words to describe yourself as a mom? Oh, goodness. Okay. So I would say the first word is patient. Um, but I say that as a flawed human, um, I try to be as patient as possible with my kids, but there are definitely times where I'm not, or I'll lose my temper or I'll get frustrated. Um, but I think overall, (laughs) yes, exactly. Like every mom, I think overall I am pretty patient with my kids. Um, and I just, I've kind of always had a lot of patience. Um, I used to be a teacher and that was one thing my teacher friends would always say about me. They're always like, you're so patient with him. (laughs) That is a gift. Um, Seriously. A spiritual gift, I would say. (laughs) You either possess it or it's a struggle your whole life. (laughs) Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. (laughs) Um, But yeah, patient, um, I would say kind in the sense that I really try to show my children kindness because I want them to know what that feels like and I want them to show that to others as well. So I really try to be kind in the way that I approach them, the way that I speak to them, um, because I do, I want them, if, if they're anything, when they grow up, I want them to be kind. Um, cause I feel like the world just needs more kind people in it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> um, <nice>. so <laughs> yes, so that is, that is one thing I, I try to always show them and try to be to them. Um, and then the last one, again, a little cheesy, but I would say magical just in the sense that I really try to make everything about their childhood magical and special, whether it's in Disneyland or not. Um, I try to make a really big deal about birthdays and, um, just all the little, I guess what could be ordinary things. I tried to make them just really special because in my mind, it's just like, well, why not? Why not make them really special? Um, and why not give them those memories of like, Oh, I remember waking up on my birthday and there was signs and balloons. And like, I just want, my children to know how loved they are. And I really try to do that by just making things magical and special. Uh, I relate to you so much. I just love that so much. I, I, amen, amen, amen. I yes. sometimes, uh, my best friend, it's so funny. Cause you know, we're always kind of drawn to someone who's like opposite of us sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yep. And my best friend and I are like polar opposites in some ways. Like she's like, Oh, I don't really, we don't really do like big things for Christmas or Easter or birthdays or mm-hmm. whatever. And then I'm over here like magic everywhere, like yeah. Betty sparkles, like everything, you know? Yeah. And so she'll tease me and yeah. I'm like, no, but when you get down to it, like there is, there is something so special about that. And I love yes. that about you. And I love that you shared that. You're chasing magic daily. (laughs) Yes. I try to chase it daily. (laughs) So I thought it would be fun before we end. I'm just going to do a quick round of Disney questions for you. Ooh, okay. Um, Like trivia or like? No. Okay. You probably know more. Because I'm not great at trivia. You probably know more (laughs) trivia than me. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. (laughs) No, just some fun fun ones that were popping into my head. Okay. So I might know the answer to this already, but favorite park – Disneyland or California Adventure? Oh, it's, oh, that's such a hard one. Okay. Yeah. Disneyland for the nostalgia, because that's where I grew up. But as a mom with little kids, I 
absolutely love DCA. Mm -hmm. I feel like DCA is very underrated and I love that park so much. I love it for its like fun, carefree, easy vibes. And with kids, it's just, I just love that park. Okay. And I like, I really, you're really convincing me because to be honest, (laughs) we will go and we will spend, like I will spend three days in Disneyland with my kids while my husband's working and we'll like pop into California Adventure and do like (laughs) Mermaid and Radiator Springs and leave. Yeah. But I'm like, we really need to like embrace more areas of this park. (laughs) There's so, there really is so much like there's Animation Academy, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you've been in there, but that has so many great things. Oh my gosh. My daughter loves the drawing lessons in there. Um, and then you can talk with crush and there's just, there's a lot you can do in there. There's just a lot of hidden gems. I feel like in DCA and it's much more open. It doesn't, it never feels crowded to me. It always feels very open and spacious and I love that. Yeah. It is spread out and they have the Disney junior dance party. I mean, yes, mic drop. That's (laughs) yeah. We've done it multiple times in the same day. Oh my gosh. We're just going to go back in here. We're just going to pop back in. Yep. We were here at three. We're here at four. We're back. It's a nice little <laughs> dance break. Yep. Mom gets to sit in an air-conditioned yep. room. <laughs> yep. Kids get to move around and dance. It's great. It's a win-win. Yeah. Okay. So what is your f- favorite ride of all time? I'm, I mean, I'm assuming maybe Radiator Springs, but is there yeah. another one too? I do love- another close second? Yeah, there is another. So Radiator Springs Racers is my first, again, just because of my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as like just a thrill ride that I really enjoy going on, um, I really love Incredicoaster. Mm -hmm. Um, That was one I was always so scared to go on. But my youngest, or excuse me, my oldest daughter absolutely loves it. And so I kind of had to like, you know, (laughs) be brave for her. And be like, we can go, we can go. No, I'm not scared. (laughs) You're scared. So um, and now that's like, that's one of our favorite rides together to go on. And I'll even go on it by myself when I go on my solo days. So <laughs> I do fun. love it. It really is so yeah. fun. It really, really is. It is. We rarely get it's to do blast. it because none of our kids are tall enough. So yeah. it's like, oh, we're not going to spend the time. But whenever we have, like if we're there, you know, with family and me and my husband can yeah. go and jump on it together, I'm always like, dang, we need to do this more. Yeah. It's fun <laughs> it's really fun it is um okay what is your favorite all-time favorite treat or snack gotta go with the churro classic I churro. love the churros classic churro I like to try all the new fancy churros and there's a lot of good ones but like my go-to is just a classic churro classic churro <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. I keep getting my little yep. sneeze um <laughs> do you are you a buzz what's the name of the stand the buzz churros, are you, are those ec- in your buzz? Ex- in your buzz, yes. Are those extra special to you as well? I know some people like that's their favorite churro. No, I, I mean, I've had a churro from there. I've had both the regular and like the, I think they call it like the spicy churro. Yeah. Which is like kind of interesting because it, it's truly like a spicy churro. Yeah. Like a spicy I feel like it's like a churro. cool classic kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, to me, it's not, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. But just, just a classic churro from any card is just good by classic, me. classic, nice and hot. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is your favorite holiday to celebrate at the park? Oh, this is such a hard one. Okay. So fun fact, um, I've never actually spent 
an actual holiday in the park. Like I don't go on Halloween. Yeah. I don't go on Thanksgiving. I don't go on Christmas. I'd never go on an actual holiday. Um, but obviously I go before and I do all the celebrating and stuff mm-hmm. before. Um, that is so hard. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's definitely a tie between Halloween and Christmas. Those are the two biggest ones anyways. But I, from like September to, you know, like mid-January, I am just like gung-ho on Disney because it's all Halloween and then it's all Christmas and you just can't go wrong going that time of year. (laughs) It's so fun. I know. It's so hard because the Halloween is so fun. But every year we go like the Monday after Thanksgiving Mm-hmm. And just when Christmas kind of gets rung in, there's just something yeah. so special with the snow and the parade yes. and everything. So it's hard to pick. It's like the two holidays that collide <laughs> in that week. I know. It's so funny. It's like part Halloween, part Christmas. Just a couple more and then we'll be done. We can cruise through. I think it's kind of fun. Um, Do you collect no, anything from the parks? Like I know some people collect like, you know, mugs or pins or do you have anything that you collect? Um, me personally, I kind of sort of collect mugs, but I've had to like put that at halt because (laughs) we don't really have room for anymore. Um, my girls love like the wishables. Those are kind of done now, but the wishables and the munchlings. Mm -hmm. Um, but me myself, I would say if I ever like buy any, oh wait, no, that's not true. I collect like Disney, like sweatshirts, Mm. like (laughs) Yeah. Almost every day I am wearing some sort of Disney sweatshirt Mm -hmm. and I have too many of them. Um, But yeah, I would say that's probably what I collect, but I get a lot of use out of it. So that's how I justify it. And they're so soft. They really are. They're the softest thing ever. I actually had two of the the cream one because I Mm -hmm. wore it so often that the first one got like faded and then oh. <laughs> when they discontinued it, I was so sad. I was like, well, I needed it like a third one. So to just like yeah. in my rotation because it was so good. Yes. <laughs> I get and that. And I, I justify that. it because my husband collects spirit jerseys and those are way more oh. expensive. Perfect. So I'm like, yes, I can get a sweatshirt here and there. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite entertainment at the park? Um, like Currently Wonders or- Journey. Hands down, Wonder's Journey. The fireworks. Absolutely incredible. I mean, it's it's their Disney 100 fireworks show, nighttime spectacular. It is, it's just phenomenal. Like the music to it is so good. It's so catchy. It's beautiful. Though the projections are, they're like the best of the best. The fireworks are great. Oh my gosh, I cannot say enough good things about Wondrous Journeys. If, if any of you guys are traveling this summer, the last show is August 31st, and I highly, highly, highly recommend seeing it. It is so good. I'm kind of sad that it's going to be going away. I mean, we love Halloween, but that, like, <coughs> that Baymax thing, the Pooh Bear. Oh. I'm really, really <coughs> hoping that, like, after Christmas it'll come back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it will, but I am really hoping it does. What is your favorite core memory that you have with your kids at Disneyland Resort? Oh. Um, the one that comes like top of mind is 
when the parks um, finally back a lot. So this was back in 2022, I believe it was, um, when we were finally allowed to hug the characters again, when character hugs were back. That was like April of 2022. And um, we went and I had all three kids with me. And it was going to be my son's first time, because he was born in July of 2020, it was going to be his first time meeting Mickey. And at the time, Mickey was like his favorite, like, oh my gosh, he loved Mickey. And I remember being like, gosh, you know, it's his first time meeting him. He might be scared because sometimes those characters can be a little overwhelming, you know, if they don't, if they haven't seen him, like... And prior to that, the characters were very far away and roped off. So he never really had any close interaction with any of them. And, oh, my gosh, it was the best thing. I had to actually hold him back. It wasn't our turn yet because he wanted to run up and just hug Mickey and be by Mickey. And I had to, like, hold him back. I'm like, hold on. It's not our turn. It's not our turn. And when it was our turn, he ran up to him. And he, like, hugged him and gave him a high five. And he was just so excited to be around him. He was, like, jumping up and down. He was just thrilled. And then I wanted to get a picture. And he just, he was, like, a year and a half at that time or something. Yeah, a year and a half. He, like, walked right up and just sat right in front of Mickey. And he, like, posed there perfect. It was so cute. And I just... Oh, I was just so excited that he was so excited to meet Mickey. He wasn't scared. And oh my gosh, I can close my eyes and like see the whole scene in my head. Like when I'm in LA traffic, I'm just going to imagine I'm here watching my little boy meet Mickey. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love that so much. I have a similar memory of my now six-year-old when he met Mm -hmm. Pooh Bear for the first time. And he just hugged his belly and laid his head on his belly and would not stop and Pooh Bear just sat there just stroking his head for you know such a long time and we have this like iconic family photo from that because we're all looking and smiling and he's still just laying on Pooh's (laughs) belly not letting go (laughs) it's so cute and the the characters the way that they interact with little ones is so touching. Yeah. Like, again, another reason to bring that toddlers yes. because the characters with toddlers are just, oh my gosh, it's just, I just melt every time. I watch other kids and I'm just like, that's the I cutest know. thing ever. <laughs> I love to people watch there yes. and just mm-hmm. watch the magic happen for everybody. It's yep. so special. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, Lindsay, this has been so fun. I'm this so sorry for my, my cough attack. Oh, <laughs> you're fine. Um, but you are just such a joy and so fun to, to talk oh, to. You. And I know that the moms listening are all going to want to go and find you. So tell us a little bit about like what's the future of um, Chasing Magic Daily? What kind of stuff do you have in the works? And then um, where can everybody find you? So you can find me at uh, Instagram and YouTube is Chasing Magic Daily. Um, <clears throat> YouTube is pretty new. Um, that's kind of my my next venture. I feel like, you know, I've done what I can do right now on Instagram. So I'm moving more toward YouTube right now. Um, and I feel like that's where my future is. I feel like awesome. I'm, I want to do YouTube. I want to share my days there and my tips there and just make it more um, easy to find. I feel like one of the things that is hard with Instagram is it's hard to find past content. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of people that ask me that like, Oh, where's this that you share? Whereas YouTube, I feel like you'll be able to find my stuff so much easier. Um, so I'm excited for that, for like the ease of the viewer. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, 
I, I dream big when I dream. Sometimes I have too many thoughts and ideas. Um, but right now, YouTube is going to be my focus, and that's where we're going to go and see where see where that takes I us. I love that so much. I mean, on yeah. YouTube, you can really like organize your videos and have different yes. channels and all the different stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a great way to to reach yeah. people. That's amazing, amazing. Yes. So yeah, everyone, go find Lindsay at Chasing Magic Daily. Um, just thank you so much for taking the time. I know there are thank tons of moms me. who are planning Disney trips for the summer. And so I think this episode is going to be just wildly helpful for them. And um, that going and finding your videos is also going to be super duper helpful for these moms. And Good. we're going to link to everything in our show notes and link to where they can come and connect with you and become Disney mama friends with you online. <laughs> Yay, perfect. Perfect. The more Disney moms, the better. Awesome. <laughs>